This is Michael Seeley, and welcome to the podcast all about sports psychology. This week, I'm going to be talking about the fighting spirit. What I mean by this is how to be more of a fighter in your sport. Examples of being a fighter are, of course, classic examples from movies like Rocky Balboa versus Apollo Creed in the Rocky movie, where he is knocked out, left for dead almost in the corner, and gets right back up and keeps fighting. Other examples of the fighting spirit include this year's Tour de France with Tadej Pogacar versus Jonas Vingago, where Pogacar never, ever gives up, keeps attacking, even when it doesn't make sense. He's a fighter. Other examples from bicycle racing include Eddie Merckx. He was known as the cannibal, the great one. He was never, ever satisfied with not attacking. He had to be aggressive all the time. We see this in mixed martial arts, of course, boxing, Conor McGregor, very much known for his fighting spirit. Another example I thought of recently was the 1972 Olympics, where the runner, Dave Waddle of the USA, starts dead last, is trailing the entire race. I think this is um, 3,000 meters or 800 meters. One of those, I can't remember, but he basically looks like he's going to lose and just fights and fights and fights and comes back, ends up winning just barely. So there's a lot of examples in sports, and I got thinking about the fighting spirit and how important it is, even if you don't win, but keeping that fire stoked. I'll call it the fire, the competitive fire that an athlete must have to really keep going, to keep fresh, to keep from burning out. And athletes tend to get burned out if they lose that fire or the flame starts going down. There is some judgment maybe within themselves or feeling like they're not making progress or plateauing out just generally getting discouraged, that can cause the flame or that what I call the fighting spirit to kind of diminish. And if it gets too low for too long, it's really hard to stoke back up. So my message today for athletes is keeping that fire alive, keeping that fighting spirit alive. And I want to tell you a personal story. When I was in middle school, I was into wrestling. So it was the first time in my life where I ever got really physically fit, and it felt incredible. We had a coach who really pushed us, really great coach, and I got in really amazing shape. And the thing, though, I wasn't really a good wrestler. I was not very aggressive. I was shy. This was really the first time in my life where I was this competitive in sports. I found it daunting. And so I lost the majority of my wrestling matches, but I enjoyed the physical fitness part of it. And I remember there was a big match. It was a showcase match for the town where I grew up. This is in Barneveld, Wisconsin. Very small town, but great athletic programs. Very much known for that. And so we had this sort of showcase match of, I believe it was the middle schoolers and the high schoolers. It wasn't very high stakes, but at the same time, I thought that I really wanted to do something a little bit more. I was ready to start doing more, maybe trying to win a match. And my dad at the time knew how important this match was for me. And he gave me probably the best pep talk I've ever heard from anyone. I'm a little bit uh, biased here because, you know, he's my dad. And so, but he knew really what exactly what I needed to hear. And he knew that I didn't have a very good track record in my wrestling matches. My skills were okay, but I wasn't really aggressive enough. And he gave me this great speech. And I knew who I was going to wrestle. It was this guy named Doug. Doug, if you're listening, 
Hope you're doing well. This was one of the best moments in my athletic career, which I'm about to tell here. But so my dad knew that I had to wrestle Doug, who was a great athlete. He was basically good in any sport he was playing. So it was baseball, basketball, wrestling, whatever. He was a naturally gifted athlete, very confident, very aggressive. And I had to wrestle him. We were in the same weight class. And my dad knew that I didn't really have a chance at winning. So he didn't give me this like, hey, try your best, son. He sat me down. He looked me in the eye and he goes, look, I know you want to do well. You have to wrestle Doug. I know it's going to be hard. You're probably not going to win, but I want you to try your hardest. I want you to fight. I want you to give him a run for his money. I want you to make it so difficult for him to beat you. And that was the perfect thing to say. And you might think, well, that's not a great pep talk. <laughs> you know, your dad's saying you're probably not going to win, but it was realistic. And he knew exactly what I was feeling. And that was exactly what I needed to hear was that, you know what? It's about that fire and competitive spirit. And so I showed up at the match and I had this game face on and everyone was really cheering for Doug because he was kind of a hero. He was a great athlete and I had to wrestle him. And I remember looking across the mat and knowing that God was going to be tough, but my dad's words were echoing in my mind. And so I just attacked. I went for a single leg takedown and I just dove right in. And within about five seconds, I was about to pin him. I had totally taken him off guard, totally surprised him. The crowd was going nuts. I mean, that's just like a local event, but still uh, parents can get kind of worked up in the, in the stadium there. Um, I shouldn't say stadium, I should say gymnasium. It wasn't a huge venue. But anyway, uh, people were really into it. And here I was, this guy who you know hadn't won any matches, wasn't really known to be aggressive, about to pin this athlete who was basically a star in all the sports he played. I mean, mind you, this is middle school, but still, we were really into it. And so there I was, like about to pin him. And so, you know, he's freaked out. He, he wiggles out of the pin and... And we play the rest of the match and we're kind of going back and forth. And I'm just fighting every step of the way, not letting him pin me. I'm attacking him again. This match goes on and on and the crowd's just going nuts. <laughs> and they're cheering for Doug. They're not cheering for me. And But I loved it. I just, my dad's words were echoing in my head. I was like, fight, fight, fight. And he, he ended up pinning me, but it took forever. <laughs> and I remember getting up from that. And we just looked at each other and Doug just shook my hand. He's like, man, good match. And the whole crowd got up out of their seats and like a standing ovation. And they were applauding really at the competitive spirit. And they were applauding me and they're applauding Doug. And it was one of these moments where I just realized that this is what sports is all about. It's not necessarily winning or losing. Of course, that's important. You want to try and do that. That's the objective. But it was like, if you can think back and watching, say, like, you know, football games or basketball games or whatever sport it is, it's just so much more satisfying when there's a fight for the glory, when there's a competitive spirit going and you really respect the people who lost and the people who won almost the same. So... Really, the moral of this story, what I want to share with all you athletes listening and non-athletes or whoever's listening, but mainly athletes, this is the message that I have for you is be a fighter. Be a fighter. Get out there and fight. 
Even if you show up at the game or the match or the race and you see all these people who are quote-unquote better than you, maybe they have a better track record than you, I want you to give them a run for their money. Just attack them like a pit bull and just give them a run for their money, make their lives miserable, and you'll really surprise yourself because there's this factor where you hold yourself back when you're not quite arriving at that level, when you're quote, not ready yet for prime time. You tend to restrain yourself because that's not in your identity. You don't want to maybe incur the wrath of the king or the top dog. So you hold yourself back. You know you do. So the next time you're in that competition where you feel like you don't belong in the top tier, pretend that you do and attack and fight as if you belonged at the top tier. And you'll surprise yourself and you'll surprise the competition. You may not win. And that's kind of, it doesn't matter because maybe you're not quite good enough, maybe not quite talented enough yet or physically fit enough to win. But if you be a fighter like an underdog and just attack, attack, you will find yourself getting better results than you typically would if you came and showed up as the beta male or the beta female or the down dog or the person who kind of is like, yeah, well, you know, I'm not that good. Just be that good. Just fight and punch and kick and whatever you have to do. Of course, playing within the rules, I'm not encouraging cheating here, but you get my point, is to be a fighter. It's that competitive spirit. And I don't know right now if you're hearing this, if you can feel my energy, if maybe there's something in you that's starting to light up, like your pulse is higher, like maybe you're kind of excited. That is a signal that you need to fight more. Go out and punch, attack, and just create the event, create the race, create the match, be a creator. That's what I'm talking about here. So take this competitive spirit into your next event and try and experiment. And don't worry about winning, but worry about fighting every step of the way and making your competitors' lives miserable. All right? That is the spirit. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast today and my personal story about wrestling, Doug. It uh, it's, it's events like that. It's culminating events like that where we really learn these life lessons about what's important and being a fighter is important. Thanks for listening. This is Michael Seeley's Sports Psychology Podcast. If you're interested in coaching with me, you can go to michaelseeley.com. That is my coaching site. Lots of info on coaching, and we can talk about getting that competitive fire going within you. Tune in next week. I have podcast usually every Monday about topics related to sports psychology. And sometimes I have guests on the show. Sometimes it's just me telling a story. But share this. If you like this podcast, tell other people about this. The main thing is I hope this helps you as an athlete in your sport to level up. Thanks for listening.